Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep, P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman! Clark Kent, anxious and worried about the mystery of Lois Lane's whereabouts, traces a last and certain possibility on a tip from the Freeville Gazette's editor. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, one of the girls in the gang told me just the other day that she can't decide which is the most fun, adding a new comic button to her collection when Mom opens a new package of Kellogg's Pep or getting a duplicate so that she can trade with her friends for a different button. Well, either way, of course, you're getting a new button for your collection, and it's bound to be a beauty. Every single one of these 18 buttons in the new series is colorful and it's bright and it's nifty looking. Like that uh, picture of Brenda Starr with her long, soft red hair. Or Spud with his red suspenders and, and that battered old top hat. Or Superman himself, complete to flying red cape and Superman insignia. What's more, it's easy as anything to collect these pep comic buttons. You don't have to send in any money, not even a box top. And you can't buy them anywhere. But you'll find a comic button in every package of Kellogg's Pep you open. And you'll find yourself a load of good eating in a package of Pep, too. A bowl of these crisp toasted whole wheat flakes is just the thing to wake up your appetite on a chilly morning. Pep is sunny and golden toasted, rich in a full wheat flavor that's doggone satisfying. So get Hep to Kellogg's Pep. Ask Mom to get you plenty of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now, the adventures of Superman. After three local correspondents had mysteriously refused to cover what appeared to be a routine story of a dry spell in the Freeville area, Lois Lane, reporter for the Metropolis Daily Planet, flew to the scene. The next day, a telegram signed a friend, urging Editor White to order Lois home, sent Clark Kent as Superman streaking 2,000 miles to Freeville, where he discovered that Lois had disappeared. Old Abner Sykes, the local telegrapher, admitted sending the telegram, but refused to say any more. He denied knowing what had happened to the girl reporter, but suggested that Kent call on Fred Leonard, publisher and editor of the local newspaper. Leonard made a phone call, then told Kent that Lois was on a train bound for Metropolis. As Superman, Kent overtook the train, but Lois was not aboard. As we continue now, he has rocketed back to Freeville, where once more in the guise and garb of Clark Kent, he faces Fred Leonard in the latter's office. Listen. Give me a bum steer, Mr. Leonard. What? 
What do you mean? Miss Lane isn't on the eastbound flyer. She isn't? No. Nope. What's more, she was not on it when it left Freeville this afternoon. But but she must have been, Mr. I Kent. I tell you, she wasn't and isn't. I just left the conductor of the train, and he told you me... You just that... left the conductor? What? What are you talking about? Oh, the... Well, I, I mean, I just talked to him. How he said... How could the... you talk to him? The flyer left here at 345. I know, but... It must be more than 50 miles away Well, by never now. mind how I managed. The point is, I talked to him. And he assures me that Miss Lane did not board the train in Freeville. Now, why did you tell me she did? Why, why, because Steve Larson, my, my reporter, he told me so. He did, eh? Yes, you were right here when I called him a few minutes before. You heard me He told you Miss Lane was on the eastbound flyer? That's right. I can't understand this. Steve usually knows what he's talking about. I don't understand it either yet, but I will before I leave here. Any idea where Steve Larson is now, Mr. Leonard? Why, let's see, it's just 4.30. He usually drops into the lunch wagon about this time. Lunch wagon? Where's that? Oh, just down the street. Most of us drop in there for coffee and a little gossip along about this time. Come on, I'll go over there with you. Fine, let's go, Mr. Leonard. Larson? Just call me Steve. Everybody does. Okay, Steve. What made you say Miss Lane left here on the flyer? Because she did. Wait a minute, that's not true. What? You see, Steve, Kent talked to the conductor on the flyer by radio telephone, I guess. And the conductor said Miss Lane didn't board the train here in Freeville. Oh, that's funny. She told me herself she was taking that train out of here at 345. Miss Lane told you that? Sure, on the phone. When was this? Let's see. Must have been around 3.30 this afternoon. How did you happen to contact her? Well, I went over to the hotel around noon when I heard she was in town because... Fred and I thought an interview with a big city reporter might make a nice little story. Right, Fred? Right. Did you talk with her then? No, Miss Lane wasn't there, so I left a message asking her to call me when she got in. Called about 3.30. Said she was sorry she couldn't see me, but she just about had time to catch 3.45. That's about the time the flyer goes through here, Kent. Uh Uh-huh. Go on, Steve. No, that's all. Fred here called me up a little while ago and said you were looking for Miss Lane. I said to tell you she was on the train on account that's what she told me. That's strange. It sure is. Look, Kent, you sure she isn't on that train? Positive. Are you sure it was Miss Lane you spoke to? Well, the girl I talked to said she was Miss Lane. Of course, never talked to her before. Then it may not have been Lois. Who else could it be? Exactly. What are you driving at, Kent? Simply that someone else may have called Steve and said she was Miss Lane in order to confuse us on the time of her disappearance. Disappearance? You mean... Yeah, Miss Lane seems to have disappeared, Steve. And this little bird... Go on. She didn't board the flyer at 3.45 today. She must be around down someplace. No, she's not in Freeville. What's more, she isn't anywhere within 25 miles of Freeville. What? How do you know that, Kent? Just take my word but for it. But how can I... you know? You've only been here an hour or so. Look, Mr. Leonard, all I can tell you is I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> These big city reporters must carry a set of wings, eh, Fred? <laughs> sure must. Look, gentlemen, let's not waste time making jokes. Who represents the law in this town? Well, Sheriff Cleary, but he's over to the state capitol this weekend. Oh, well, then we'll have to get along without him. Will you two help me find Miss Lane? You bet. Anything we can do for a fellow newspaper man, Kent? Thanks. Well, this is the premise I'm working on. There's something very strange going on around here, and I think Miss Lane's disappearance is tied up with us. Something strange? What do you mean? Before Miss Lane came here, three local correspondents turned down a simple assignment to cover the drought you're suffering here. Now, I think that Miss... Yes. You say three correspondents turned down that assignment. That's right. Do you know anything about that? Not a thing. It's a funny one, isn't it, Fred? It sure is. But it gives me an idea. What's that? 
Miss Lane might have stumbled onto another story out here. Another story? Yep. And if she did, it might account for her disappearance. Uh-oh. Look, Mr. Leonard, if you know anything... I know quite a bit, Kent. But I don't want to talk about it here. Too many people around. Oh? I'll tell you what. Back to my office with me. I might be able to help you find Miss Lane. See you later, Steve. Right. Tell me everything you know that might help us find Miss Lane. Okay, Kent. You're telling me about those three correspondents who turned down the assignment and gave me an idea. And here it is. What? I suppose you've heard of the Veterans Farm Project in this county, haven't you? You mean the veteran homesteaders? Yep. Mm-hmm. 300 war veterans drawn by lot were given anywhere from 60 to 150 acres of reclaimed land in this county. Yes, I've heard of that, and it's a fine thing, but what's it got to do with Miss Lane? Just this. We've been having a little trouble with those veterans, Kent. At least with some of them. Really? What kind of trouble? Well, we've been having a bit of a dry spell, as you know. Except for a little fiddling sprinkle now and then. We haven't had any rain for 29, no, 30 days now. I know, but now, what's... please let me finish. I'm sorry. Now, if this drought keeps up much longer, the veterans' first crops will die on the ground. And that means most of the veterans will be ruined, even before they ever get a chance to get started. That would be a shame. And I don't want you to think I'm unsympathetic, Mr. Leonard, but my first problem is to find Miss Lane. I'm She's getting missing. to Miss Lane. But I've got to give you the rest of this first, much as I hate to. I'm sorry. Incidentally, I'm telling you this in strict confidence, Kent. I'll respect your confidence. Go ahead. Okay. Well, as I said, most of these homesteading veterans are facing ruin. Well, some of them, the hotter heads among them, haven't been able to take it. What do you mean? Well, to put it frankly, and mind you, this isn't confidence, Kent. I understand. These uh, hotheads, we'll say, have been pillaging and robbing the native farmers and businessmen of the community. What? That's right. Farm equipment and livestock have been stolen. Village stores have been broken and entered. There even been two cases where a farmer and a storekeeper in Freeville were badly beaten when they attempted to protect their property. Great Scott, you mean to say the men who've committed these acts are veterans? I sure hate to say so. Well, are you sure they are? Practically certain. Now, we've tried to ignore it. Ignore it? Yes, because we know what the veterans are up against. And a lot of us around here had boys in the war, too. We know what they went through and that the war, well, upset their nerves temporarily. So we've just tried to sit tight, realizing their futures are at stake in their respective farms, and open the reins and come and make everything all right. I see. I've even played these acts down in my paper, saying the culprits couldn't be identified. Although we're pretty sure who they are. Well, that's very decent of you, Mr. Leonard, and I want to talk to you some more, some more about it. But again, I ask just what has all this to do with the disappearance of Miss Lane? You mean you don't see, Ken? Oh, no, frankly, I don't. Why, it's as plain as the nose on your face. First... Three correspondents refused to cover the story of the drought for your feet. Well, yes, And but... then Miss Lane, who's probably got more spunk than those other correspondents, comes on here and she disappears. Now do you get it? Puzzled, Clark Kent shakes his head. What does Fred Leonard mean? We'll return in a moment to find out, so stand by. Say, gang, if Mom's going shopping tomorrow for her weekend groceries, you better remind her to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pep. Because you like to eat it for breakfast, of course, and also because you'll be getting another comic button for your collection. Maybe one of those in the new series that you haven't found yet. You know, like maybe, say, a Test True Heart or, or Pat Patton or Superman himself. Or maybe it'll be a duplicate so that you can have even more fun swapping with your pals. Whichever way it is, you'll have a new bright-colored pet comic button to wear on your jacket or your dresser cap. A real eye-catcher, believe me. 
And you know, the best part is these pep comic buttons are so easy to get. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But inside every package of Kellogg's Pep you open, there's your exclusive prize. And inside every package of Pep, there's a whale of a lot of good eating for you, too. Bowls of crisp golden toasted whole wheat flakes that sure do hit the spot for breakfast and for snacks, too. Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal. It's famous for sunny golden flavor that keeps your spoon coming right back for more and more. So remind Mom right now to get you some P-E-P, the Sunshine Cereal, Kellogg's Pep. A moment ago in the small editorial office of the Preville Gazette, Fred Leonard, editor, told Kent that Lois's disappearance is tied up with the deep unrest among local veteran homesteaders. Puzzled, Kent shakes his head and says, Maybe I'm stupid, Mr. Leonard, but I don't get it. You don't? No, I can't see how trouble in the Veterans Farm Project can have anything to do with our correspondence quitting and Miss Lane's disappearance. Now look, if a big newspaper like the Metropolis Daily Planet published the stories of what's going on down here... How long do you think it would take the Veterans Administration and Congress to take steps against our vet homesteaders? Oh, I think I get it now. Well, sure. They'd probably take their land away from them. Of course. And you think Miss Lane learned about what was going on here and is being held by the veterans to prevent her from wiring the stories to the Daily Planet. Well, I certainly hate to think so. But you do think so. Well, yes. Oh, I can't believe it. I read about this project and about the one in Oregon, and I understand that the, the veterans are very carefully screened before they can apply for homesteads. They must have excellent characters, reputations, and... That's true. But hungry and desperate men, particularly those who've been through a war, Kent, can easily be driven to do desperate things. Yes, I see what you mean. And if you're right, Miss Lane is in serious danger, because she won't back down under threats. She'll defy them. I've got to get right out to the Veterans Project. Now, wait, Kent. I'll drive you out there. Good. Let's go. Rushing out of the one-story Freeville Gazette building, Clark Kent steps into the country editor's car and is on his way to the Veterans Farm Project area. The first step in what he hopes will be a successful search for Lois Lane. But the situation is not as simple as Fred Leonard would have Kent believe. And complications are now in motion that will make things difficult even for Superman. There's a startling surprise in tomorrow's exciting episode, so don't miss it. Yes, be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, just think of the circus of fun you can have when Mom sets Kellogg's Variety out on the table at breakfast. There's the business of picking out your own favorite Kellogg's cereal from this handy white, green, and red package with the ten individual packages. You'll take Kellogg's Corn Flakes or Pep or Rice Krispies or one of your other Kellogg favorites, and you'll have your own private box of cereal to open yourself. Then for sister, there's the cutout doll on the bottom of the tray to dress up and to play all sorts of games with. Don't miss out. Ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Variety. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.